Arians. What's Mr. up? Russell. What's up? It has been a good minute since I have talked to you, my friend. Say what's up to the Ordinary Guys and Their Ordinary Thoughts podcast. What's up, everybody? Great to see you guys again, or talk to you guys again, Aaron and Cooper. 100%. Thanks for having me on. No, this was this was one of the one of the big ones that I wanted to do with you because or one of the big guests I wanted to have in general because um Cooper agreed with me because you have you have a lot of versatility. So you have versatility, whatever the word is. Um anyways, you have student student body government from Davidson Day, point guard of Davidson Day, and now Hamden Sydney, college student, which is what we're going to be. And just in general, you know, Lake Norman resident, North Carolina resident, now Virginia resident. I mean, you have a lot of experience that I think that that we could all gain from. So you're a big one that I wanted to have. So you're here. So thank you for joining. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Um, I'm really excited to, to share some ordinary thoughts. Good, as <laughs> as it should be. So um, first of all, um, how are you? You know, t- tell us tell tell the people listening um it's because a it's been a while b um yeah just just give us some overall stuff what you're doing recently yeah i'm doing uh very well right now i'm a little busy between basketball and school which tends to be the case for me with most things um but um i'm excited i get to see mary this weekend she's coming up to visit um, there you go. There you go. It's our year and a half anniversary, which is kind of an odd anniversary, but still one. Congrats, nonetheless. Yeah, for sure. No, and that's huge, especially with you being at being at school and being able to stay with her. You know, that's that's a huge accomplishment. That's awesome, man. Yeah, thank you. Long guys. distance is hard, man. It's hard. Yeah, distance it is difficult. Um, but outside of that, school's going well. Um, I've really been focusing on trying to transform my body as far as a, as a basketball player. I want to get a lot stronger. Um, I've been in the gym lifting a lot of weights, which I know you guys are familiar with now. There you go. Yes, sir. You yeah. know, so. Got to be. Dude, that's exciting, man. I, I've got, I've got one question, a really good question for you. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I'll let, we'll, we'll see probably soon. Aaron, what do you, where, where do you want to head towards first? Um. So I I want to hear so first of all, I think that you had some thoughts about like general college stuff and yeah. then closing in on, you know, your um, SGA experience. So I know Cooper, you had some like actual stuff yeah. designed around that. So to so take it away from there. Okay. Well, I got, I have three questions and I'll ask, you know, my first one, um, you know, just general, can you give any advice to Aaron and I about going to college? Like maybe what to expect, what to bring, Maybe any important lessons, anything like that? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, so I guess what to bring. You definitely want to bring some pictures of friends Ooh. from high school. Never thought of that. Um, memories. That's such a great – wow, okay. I have tons of pictures in my room, um, some taped on the wall and some made into collages and picture frames and stuff um, that I get to look at you know, when I wake up, when I go to bed, just whenever. And um, it keeps like every, every special person and all your friends in your mind. Um, I don't know. It's kind of comforting, I guess. Yeah. Little mementos. I love it. Yeah. So um, I'd recommend that for you guys. I'd also 
say that college is pretty hard. It's a pretty big leap. Um, definitely from um, a public school, and it's still a leap from Davidson Day, even though Davidson Day does do a lot of, I'd say, college slash university preparation. Um, yeah, definitely. You definitely have to be you have to be aware and you have to expect that things are going to be harder and you're going to have more work. So the number one thing is time management. And I, you guys have probably heard that, but yeah, you know, you really have to take advantage of that. And if that means getting up a little bit earlier than usual to study or staying up a little bit later, um, or, you know, missing out on a nap sometimes, or, <laughs> you know, just, just anything, you really have to manage your time. Yeah. Well, I, I feel like you know. definitely, I don't know if I can speak for Aaron, but we've, I think both of Aaron and I have getting, getting a little glimpse of a little bit more time management as we're getting into gearing up for college. I mean, we're both, you know, trying to maintain a job in summer and uh, also just finishing up our academic year with high school. It just, we have so much to plan for. And I think we're getting a little glimpse of how to manage our time yeah, by ourselves individually, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, yeah. That's great. That's great advice. Um, I actually have, I think I have two more pieces of advice. So go for it. This one ties in with the last one and it's stay busy. Yep. Cause as much as you want to manage your time and put your grades first, which I still do, even as, um, an athlete in college grades still come first. And, um, you want to stay busy though, because if you don't, you'll procrastinate. Yeah. Um, so you want to join clubs. You want to start podcasts. You want to get involved uh-huh. in intramurals, club teams, anything you can do that, you know, keeps you active and keeps your mind active so that you don't just sit around and be lazy and unproductive all day because, you know, it happens to the best of us boys. Am I right? So, For sure. yeah. yeah. Um, For sure. And then the last piece would be um, watch who you surround yourself with because oh, the people go. that you surround yourself with, definitely in high school, but particularly in college are going to be the people that mold your future because college is so immediately related to, you know, your career that follows college and the rest of your life. And so the people that you surround yourself with in high and college are very important because there's an old saying that says you're the average of the people that you surround yourself with. And so if you think about that for a second, you know, if you surround yourself with people who smoke, you're going to smoke. People who drink, you're going to drink. People who go to church, you might go to church. Um, yeah. People who work out, play basketball all the time, you might do those things. You know, you pick up habits and habits become character. So watch who you sur- surround yourself with and choose wisely, but also have a good time. So, Dude, Dude. you know, it's funny was I was literally going to like after you were done, I was going to say that exact same cliche because that's exactly what that made me think of. Yeah, I love that quote. Yeah, me too. Really Dude, that's advice. that's awesome, man. That's really good advice. Yeah, I hope that helped. For yeah, sure. for sure, man. Good, definitely yeah. be taking that on to college. All right, so I have two more questions, Aaron. Do you do you want to add anything before I ask my next two? Or no, just keep just keep taking it away. Keep taking it away. Okay, so my next one is as an underclassman, um, when you attended Davidson Day, I saw you, me personally, as a leader and a very likable guy. And I saw you bring back the school slash team spirit. You revitalized our sports and in doing so brought people together. How did you do this? Well, first of all, thank you. That's really, really kind words. Um, (laughs) Yeah. yeah, It's often hard to see yourself as something because 
oftentimes when I look back at, at high school, I think of myself as the underclassman looking up to the upperclassmen. So it's kind of yeah. neat to see that you think that of me, which is, I mean, that's just neat. But, um, yeah, yeah. All from the heart. <laughs> yeah, man. I, uh, I guess I did it by taking a leap, um, you know, making that jump, just kind of taking a risk. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to, you have to do things that you're, you might be uncomfortable with in order to progress and in order to get things done that you want to get done. And so I knew about Davidson Day's history and all I heard was, oh, you know, football team, this football team, that we had such good school spirit, all that. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Like, so you guys had great school spirit. So what, like, why can't we have that now? Like, yeah. And so that was my initial question. And so I had the question and I was like, okay, how do I actually implement it? So I would listen to people around school and, you know, people would talk, they'd be like, dang, like Lake Norman high school, Huff high school, all these schools have dances. Like, can't we have a dance? Mm-hmm. So I guess this is probably skipping a few steps because I was already president at this time, but I was like, I was like, yeah, yeah dude, we should definitely have dances. Like that would be a great idea. That'd be tons of fun. And you know, if me and, um, you know, some of my friends and the senior class got involved with it, then, you know, the rest of the school would probably follow along. And yeah. they did. And it was fun um, to do like the Sadie's dance and homecoming. And then, mm-hmm. you know, the field day too. I listened to some people. They said, oh, I miss doing field day. We used to do field day. I'm like, okay, let's do a field day then. Yeah. So I guess it comes from, you know, the the idea. So you have like, this question that you ask yourself, which was, you know, why can't our school spirit be as, as great as it was before? And then you just try to find the solution and you're like, okay, well, there is no reason. We just have to like try. And then like trying is the solution. And, you know, it's not cool to try in high school. So (laughs) you you have to kind of make it cool to try. Yeah. And, um, I hope that's what I, um, I hope that's what I kind of did. Oh, but, um, yeah. that was the goal. Yeah, dude. You, I mean, I want to quickly add something before my next question or if any Aaron has anything to say, but, um, I felt really bad for you because, um, the school year ended really short with COVID mm-hmm. and you, I mean, you were doing such a great job. I mean, you got, you got people to go to volleyball games. You got people to go to basketball games. Like you got people to go to, um, cross country championships, like that people walking, like it's just that awesome, was great man. like it was it was awesome like we literally like almost had like half the school population at this cross country meet like it mm-hmm. was just nuts yeah and i'm like wow like okay this guy this guy's a leader like this guy he shares the spotlight with others like he's like he is someone to look up to for sure and i i just felt really bad for you right when the school year ended because you're doing so you were doing a great job like as just a newcomer and like bringing people together it was it was so it was really cool to see and very um like as an I, like I, you know which is so cool so cool to see thanks again that's really cool yeah and that yeah. that cross country race was one for the ages wasn't it Aaron I was gonna say oh I was gonna say let's remember the time where where um <laughs> that a a that was the only time or maybe the first time any it was the first time because the second time and last time was at states it was the first time that we actually had to have actual substantial people there to watch us run but the 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 funny part was like when you were coming down to the finish line 
Bryce was running with you on the side. He was like, yeah, AB, yeah, oh, AB. Man. And he had it on his Snapchat story and everything. And it was it was one of the greatest <laughs> things. And and it, well, it was great for me, too, because I was also, you know, at the time, just a runner. And when I was I was doing it, it was it was for my sport. I mean, this was sort of like your side sport to keep in shape before basketball season and just sort of a to be a fun addition to the team because we needed more people, more good runners. So when you were doing it, it was like it was cool. But when I was doing it, all of these people were cheering and clapping for me that I had never seen cheering and clapping for me before. So at, at cross country, all these people were here and it was it was definitely very cool to have that support. It was definitely yeah. a beautiful thing. Yeah. yeah. So I, I just want to touch on that too. Um, okay. So my last question, um, going back to your, you know, college life, kind of, um, as a college athlete, you must have mental toughness. How and when did you develop your mental toughness? That's another really good question. Um, it's the last one, I promise. <laughs> no, I love the questions, though. So, it's yeah. Um, all right. Um, I guess the first time that I noticed I had to develop some mental toughness was my freshman and sophomore years, the summers of them. So, I okay. guess going into junior year and going into sophomore year would be a better way to put it. But So, what happened during your high school careers, career? Yeah, it happened in AAU, okay. travel basketball. Um, I had this coach that was really, really hard on me. Okay. And so, you know, I may have been a superstar or whatever you want to call it at Davidson Day, but mm-hmm. in the grand scheme of things, I played on one of the better AAU teams in the state, and so I didn't start. I came off the bench, and I was fine with that because I was good at my role, and mm-hmm. we would win a lot. But yeah. um, it was a really difficult adjustment because this coach was so different from any coach I'd ever had. He was – constantly yelling screaming you know if, if I turned it over one time which is rare but if I turn it over he pulls me immediately if I miss if I miss a shot pulls me and wow. so you know it plays with your confidence it you know it really messes with your head and what I had to do is eventually just say f it like I'm gonna go out there and like I won't let him pull me like I'm gonna play that good toward the point where he's not focused on pulling me He's just focused on like coaching yeah. and, you know, he, he pulled everybody if they made a mistake, it wasn't just me, but it was really difficult to play under a coach that was, you know, constant yelling and screaming and, um, you know, chewing out, you know, some curse words, not a lot, but you know, it was really hard. And so I did that for a few summers and um, actually I'd say that this was the time. So it was my freshman year spring mm-hmm. AU is spring and then summer. And there's a break between the two. And so yep. the spring one wraps up in May and we had our last tournament and I think I played average poor, maybe I don't really remember, but I remember telling my coach, I said, uh, coach, I'm going to come back a completely different player. Like you really won't notice me. And so off the bench for the spring season, I probably only averaged about like five points, a couple assists, didn't shoot great. And then in the summer mm-hmm. of that year, so this is 2017, still my freshman to sophomore year. Yep. Um, I came back to the team as a completely different player and it was all mental. Like every time I'd work out that entire off season, I would just tell myself, I was like, like, this is what is going to separate you from, you know, getting pulled and turning the ball over and missing shots. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the difference between those is just keep taking care of the ball and making shots. 
and this is what's going to get you there is just this hard work. So I was really, really dedicated. Um, and I came back in, I think it was July for the summer sessions. And I came off the bench and I was averaging like 12 or 13, which is a really, really impressive amount for, you know, one off the bench two, it's like maybe less than half of a game and the games are already only 32 minutes. So it's like I was averaging like 13 points in like 16 minutes or less. That that per 36 minutes stat is impressive. Yeah. Yeah. It's per 36. I was like wilt. I was putting up. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But um, yeah, it was, it was, um, that was definitely a time for me where I developed mental toughness, toughness because I just had to face the challenge that was in front of me, which was that I kept getting pulled and I hated basketball. I was like, man, you know, I can either roll over and like change AU teams or quit, or I could just like attack this with, you know, a mentality of like, I'm just going to own it and it won't happen any longer if I own it. And that's what I did. And, um, it worked out pretty well in the end. Dude, that's, that's awesome. That's a great answer, by the way. Didn't mean to put you on the spot with the tough question, but no, it's okay. It's so right. well. And kept that's what we're here for. That's what well. we're here for. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that that's my final question. Thank you, Adam, for answering all of them to the best of your ability. You did great. Of and course. Then, uh, Aaron, what what do you got to say? <clears throat> to, keep, to keep this 100, like, so these are, I mean, this is like stuff that sort of like I've sort of thought of, but like I want everybody to sort of be involved. You know, okay. no, like, you know, just sort of how's this run. We're just sort of bouncing off each other here. Yep. But um, in general, I wanted to sort of take it back, starting off to take it back to Davidson Day. Um, what is your favorite moment as a Davidson Day basketball player? And mm. I'll give mine as a fan after, and I don't know if people okay. agree with me. I actually do. Terrible. I do have a favorite memory. So if once you guys come to me, I'll say mine. There you go. I might need you guys to start. So, okay. so I don't know if this is Cooper's too. Yeah. But um, this is this is many. This is for many um, Davidson A students, and I have yeah. a runner up. Yeah. Which you're the you're the person in the, that makes a play in this. Yeah. But um, my favorite moment as a Davidson A basketball fan was when Jaden Ford hit the three against Carmel Christian. Okay. I like it's <laughs> you know it's a pretty pretty cliche one. Wow. But but. You know, because there was so much great basketball. I mean, I listen. You and I talk about all all the time. We talk about how awesome that team was. That team the year after. I mean, it was a huge surprise that y'all didn't win the state championship in your junior year, and then y'all go into your senior year it was just pure dominance. So there's so many great moments. But as a Davidson Day fan, you know, every team, especially going back to like some Chino Hills teams with like Lonzo Ball. Yeko and Kongwu, the other Ball brothers, and they subbed in some guy off the bench, and there's a viral clip of him hitting a three, and everybody <laughs> going crazy. That was that was Jaden Ford because <laughs> he got the ball in the corner, wide open against one of the best teams in the state, and obviously it was garbage minutes because y'all were able to pull off the upset, which was impressive enough in it on its own, and he drilled this three, and I'm. I mean, it might have the crowd might have been more excited than when Niles got his first dunk, than when we're in the state championship. There's so many more momentous moments, but you stole you stole my right there. Well, that 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 moment right there was insane. My second favorite one was um, and I'm pretty sure it was the semifinals for the state. 
um, you had, so the, it was, and I saw a video of this. Um, it was the, the, the buzzer for the half was rolling down or was running down. It was like 13 seconds left. You had the ball and then you pass it to somebody else. You cut around, go baseline, then come right back about to like the elbow ish. And then you catch the ball. You size the guy up a little bit. Obviously, you're shorter because us short kings we represent. And <laughs> and you faded back and you hit this fader over over this guy and at the buzzer. Obviously, it wasn't like a buzzer beater in the fourth fourth quarter, but this was incredible. I mean, this was this was so hype. And and at the time, we we're all, we had already became pretty good friends too. So it was like that's my boy. But it was also like. That was just awesome. I don't know. Bro, so you can you can share whatever you want. What's say. funny about that moment in particular is that I heard your voice above all others counting down. <laughs> so I knew exactly how much time was on the clock. I didn't have to look. I just knew. And you were counting a little bit fast, let me say that. Because if you watch the video, it's like three, two, one. And then like it waits another like three seconds before the buzzer goes off. Yeah, it's pretty funny, but Aaron gets a little too excited watching basketball sometimes, especially when it's like <laughs> when it's a couple of your friends playing too. Like when it was y'all, and, and then like you and like Bryce. And sure. I was, I was, it was how how could you not be so hype about that? Yeah. And CJ, who I got to know through his chicken nugget poems and creative writing, of like of course. <laughs> so. If I don't mind, I'll, I'll go first because because mine's short. If that's okay, Adam. Of course. Um, but I think and Aaron said it already. But it, my favorite memory was Niles dunking as like and it was. First of all, we had a packed crowd, so he got up. The, the noise level in the Yates Stadium, or you know, not stadium, you know, Yates Gym, but like it was just crazy and just as a not like I don't watch basketball that much, but like. Just seeing at like a sophomore, young, you know, he's tall and he's got, you know, got a lot of jump now, but like you just didn't expect him to make that dunk when it, like they hail Mary the ball to him. It, it was, it was so cool. Probably one of the best basketball memories of Davis and Day that I have. So that, that's definitely mine. Yeah, that, that game was crazy. Um, he got up so high on that dunk and I did not see it coming. Yeah. At all. Um, I don't think anybody did. That's the thing. And yeah, I you should see him now. You should see him now, bro. Yeah, you. Oh my god, man, he's crazy. He dominates our weight training class for leg day. Seriously, my man squats like four fifteen with ease. <laughs> Does he really? It's crazy with ease. With and he's ease. like six four. Yeah, I mean, so so the thing that happened though, I mean, you know, when we were in shape, so this was before the basketball team got got quarantined because one of them tested mm-hmm. positive, then like eight of the other ones tested positive too ah. but um so so what happened was we were all super in shape and getting our best maxes and you know cooper and our friend ian and i were maxing out at like 315 on squats and then you know donovan might have been um talking about donovan atwell he could have been you know so similar to where we were you know maybe a little higher and I kid you not, we had to just sit there and watch Niles go for like 20 or 30 extra minutes because we just kept throwing weight on. And at the time, she didn't have skinny plates. So the max that he could do was 
4.05. And I kid you not, it literally looked like something he would rep for four sets of eight. He just did it with complete ease. Now, when we maxed a cut like about a month ago, he, we all weren't really as in shape because it was around spring break. You know, they just got off of their quarantine. They were back at school. So he tried to do, I think, somewhere around there maybe, and he let it off his back on accident and almost just killed a couple of us. Oh, wow. <laughs> But um, no, when he when he's in his best shape, squat. Oh my god, that kid is incredible. Yeah, yeah, he really is. Yeah. Anyway, going back to your favorite basketball memory, though, you got you got something to tell me? Yeah, definitely. I think um, choosing one memory is hard, but I can do it. Right. But I definitely say first that it's it's the little moments. As cliche as that sounds, it's definitely the little moments that stick out the most to me when I look right, back. Right. You know, it's it's like the the team camps that we go to over the summer. Um, you know, like this one night, Bryce and I, um, we're at, we're at the Blue Ridge uh, Blue Ridge School. It's this boarding school in the Blue Ridge Mountains. It's beautiful mm-hmm. up there. No cell service, no air conditioning in the gyms, and it's nighttime. We walk out to the football. Um, field i guess it wasn't really like a stadium or anything right and we're just sitting on the bleachers i guess laying on the bleachers looking up at the stars and they're just like the most beautiful stars i've ever seen in my life and it's like so warm and just comfortable outside like those are like little moments like that stick out to me um i love it and i guess i guess you could say that bryce and i aren't exactly guys that you would picture that look up at the stars at night but <laughs> Bryce, no, you, I could get behind. All right. Take some fair enough. Fair enough. But uh, yeah, I'd say my favorite moment, um, favorite basketball moment at Davidson day was just winning the state championship, understanding that, you know, all the hard work and sacrifices and dedication and everything had paid off. And, you know, when the final buzzer rang, I fell to my knees and I was crying and, um, it was just a really emotional moment, but Steven and Will picked me up and then we shook hands and danced it off in the locker room. So everything was good, but it was emotional. Fair answer. I, I feel like a lot of people definitely emotional in that time. Cause you guys, we, I mean, we all knew how much work you were putting in. You get up for morning workouts cause Ron John's like that. And yeah, you know, I mean, you, <laughs> we know, we know how much work you put in. So definitely understandable how it, so it's, it's very emotional. Um, next I was gonna ask, and I'll give you a follow-up moment for me as well. Um, but for you personally, did you do you have one moment that sticks out as in the classroom as a Davidson Day student? Good question. Mm. In the classroom, one moment. Right, right. Ah, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um are either of you guys in Polino's class this year? Yeah. Cooper's. I'm I'm in. I'm in the class, yeah. You guys read um what, what books have you guys read? The Crawdad one? Yep, Brother Crawdad. Yep, Crawdad. All right. So, it's we were reading that book and we had just finished up. Yeah. And she wanted us to do skits. And mm. I think I was paired with mm, I want to say like Charlotte and Jackson, maybe like in a yeah. group okay. to do this one skit. And we're like in the jail. Isn't there, isn't there a scene where they're in the jail or something? 
Yeah, so they're, what? So I'm trying to think back. Like, they're in the courtroom because she's getting tried. Um, Because the Chase Andrews, like, got murdered, right? That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that sounds about right. Okay, keep going. All right, so Kaya's in prison, and I think Charlotte is Kaya. Uh-huh. And okay. I was Sunday, uh, Sunday Justice, the cat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I remember Sunday Justice, yeah. So Steven taught me how to meow. <laughs> Because apparently he had a really good, like, cat purr or meow, you know. Yeah. And um, it's surprisingly not like a meow. It's like it's like a W. It's like meow. Like that. <laughs> and so I got good at it at the time. <laughs> and oh, I bro. pretended to be Sunday uh, Sunday Justice. I always say Sunday Justice because it's like the um, – <laughs> it's like country and southern. Yeah. Yeah. And so we were just making fun of southern people as southerners. <laughs> we can do that. Yeah. And – um. Yeah, I, like, jumped up on a table and then, like, cuddled on Jackson's lap or something. Like, it was it was really sus, but it was hilarious. <laughs> I, the, the, the crowd in the class had a really good laugh. Kalino was laughing hard. Dude. And, um, that it was, it was really funny. I love I love Kalino's class, man. You, I mean, I, I, I babble my mouth off in there because I can't shut up sometimes. But it's such a fun <laughs> class. And, I, and Kalino's such a nice teacher, too. So Yeah, she's the bomb. Yeah, good memory. Good memory, though. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so I was gonna share, and this is a little less, um, or a, a little bit more on the profound side. Yeah. But <laughs> so, so in Mr. McGill's class, um, we were reading Tuesdays with Maury, and um, I'm glad that he shout out to Mr. McGill because I know he's he's gonna listen to this. He gave me permission to share this one. Um, so, Tuesdays with Maury, if you aren't familiar, is about um, this guy, basically. This is, and he's going to make fun of me because this is going to be the most bland <laughs> summary or just recap of Tuesdays with Maury. Literally the only book I can say throughout all of high school that I read first page to last page, every single page. But anyways, it's about this guy who graduates from school and... He, he was really close to this one teacher who was Maury, Maury Schwartz. And um, later on, he sees that his teacher that he was really close to, Maury, has ALS. So he ends up visiting him every day. Or not every day. It was every Tuesday mm-hmm. for a while. And um, they would just have conversations about life and different things going on and it was really profound because you know maury was an extremely profound character and person in real life um and so was the narrator um so so similar to this mr mcgill chose and his teaching style you know it's but to the to the listener it's very not conventional so usually We'll sit in a circle, but COVID times, we all sit at our desks and we're, we're reading what we're reading and he wants all of our opinions or insights on what it is that we've read. He's not like taking notes on or grading us based on if we read or not. He wants to hear, you know, what we genuinely felt about it or what we thought about it. So one class, you know, we are already getting closer as a class because of that, but one class, um, he closed the door all the way, which he usually doesn't do. 
And he said, so I'm going to tell you about the time that I fought through aplastic anemia, which was a blood disease where there was only, and he could correct me if I'm wrong, but it was a 40% chance that he was going to survive, which, you know, if you look at it like a Stephen Curry three, you know, he's, it's a little less than that, but it, it was less than a coin flip, you know? And hearing that there's a 40% chance that you're going to survive. That's incredibly scary. But he told us, you know, every single detail, every single piece of dialogue from his journey, from his story about how the whole time, all he wanted to do was run hurdles. And he was told that he would never be able to again, but he, his main goal the whole time was just to be able to do it again. And one single nurse told him that he could, and after he was able to, and, you know, just the whole, the whole story about how we really got to know him and it really separated, which is why um, I can say I am, and I know y'all are too, such big Davidson day fans, but why it separated him from being a teacher to a friend to all of us, because he put himself out there and he helped us see and understand him, you know, the person, him and, you know, a lot of teachers would just teach the content and just keep it moving. But having a whole class just to discuss something personal that he went through, I mean, that was that was incredible to me. But yeah, totally agree. And I, <clears throat> Adam, I don't know. I'm pretty. Have you had Mr. McGill as a teacher? I'm sorry. Yes, I have. I'm, yep. Yeah, I figured you did. But um, with my experience, Mr. McGill, I mean, dude, he's one of a kind, man, like for sure, like one of a kind teacher. I mean, he just. He's all, he's always managed to put a smile on my face, and like you said, Aaron. I mean, he's just literally turned into a teacher, turned into a friend rather than a teacher, you know. So, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. Um. So shout out to you, Mr. McGill. Shout but, out. Um, can't wait to have him on this podcast. It's mm-hmm. gonna be great. Mm-hmm. But um. Anyways. Um. Moving along, so I wanted to I wanted to ask you and. A quick, a quick disclaimer beforehand. Um, we, we here, we are not. We obviously have our own um, political and religious beliefs. We are not here to spread them. We are here to just sort of have philosophical discussions and laugh. That's really what we're here to do. But, anyways, um, moving on. I had to have that disclaimer in. So I wanted to talk to you about your your position not standing for the national anthem adam and not why you don't stand for the national anthem how you were able to do that when you go to college and correct me if i'm wrong the fifth most conservative most excuse me most conservative school in america college in america yeah usa today says it's the fourth i think but so even more yeah either way it's not um, it's not like a uh, huge. It's not like a redneck thing necessarily. Right, um, right, right. But you know, it's certainly on the conservative side. Mm-hmm. Most of my friends up here are conservative. Um, no problems with that. But um, right. Yeah, it's definitely you know kneeling for the anthem is something that is. Um. It's a topic of discussion that conservatives most of the time strongly oppose. Mm -hmm. And um, 
you know, by doing so and by planning on doing so in the future, it definitely puts me out there as, um, I guess somebody that's different from the rest, somebody, somebody that, um, you know, somebody could look at me and be like, Oh, he's like dying for attention or something. Um, or, you know, why is he kneeling? Like he's white. So I don't know. It could be uh, right. a number of things, but, um, you know, at the end of the day, I believe what I believe. I, um, you know, I'm, I encounter and, um, interact with several, um, you know, several black people on a daily basis. And it's my general understanding that, you know, they're not happy with the way that America is today. And so, right. Um, you could say that's why, even though we weren't going to discuss why, Yeah. but you know, when a belief which, is which that strong okay that you say that. and a care for other people is that strong, then you tend to, you know, you stick to your own beliefs regardless of, of if they're popular or not or liked or not. Mm-hmm. So that's so all you yeah. What I was going to say more specifically was how, and this sort of goes into sort of our confidence um, piece that we talked about last episode. Um, but how are you able to, and still confident and okay with, you know, doing something like for instance in this situation kneeling for the national anthem when you are one of very few people if not the only person that has this belief how do you how are you still okay with you know advocating for something when it's so hard because so many others aren't around you or other people around you aren't supporting you and how are you able to keep going and say you know this is what i believe this is what i want to keep doing how is that like mental strength or how are you able to keep that mindset of this is what I want to do regardless of what other what others think even when they're all sort of stacked against you yeah that's another good question um I just say it's because um you know I have a strong set of core values and those values are you know um I care for every person. I love every person um, just as I love my brothers and sisters. Um, And if I don't, I guess, uh, you know, if I believe that I'm right on an issue, then I will, and the issue is of certain importance and I will, you know, I'll die on the hill for that issue. So um, I don't think there's a whole lot that goes into it. I'm not some kind of, you know, I'm not some sort of hero or savior. I'm just right, somebody right, that right. expresses, you know, his opinion, regardless of what, you know, may be popular or how people might react. And I, I, I respect that. I think that, um, you know, that, that mentality of being, being able to say you, and I think that it comes from a sense of just passion for others, passion for yourself, um, regardless of the situation, if you're able to 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 stand up or stand with people even if you're not you know the most supported man while doing it or it isn't the popular opinion where you are then you know that's that's just admirable for me and that's that was something that I was always wondering about when you first mentioned to me that that was something that you were doing in the environment that you were in so yeah um 
thank you for, thank you for that because I definitely that was definitely something I wanted to touch on. Um, moving into sort of just just a, a few quick opinion pieces. Okay. Um, this is going to be, you know, North Carolina. So mm-hmm. between three of us, I want all of us to give our top three and explain why. And that three is going to be North Carolina pizza places that are not delivery. So, you know, this can be really any pizza place. And this list is obviously um, subjective based on where you've gone, what parts of North Carolina you've been in, you know, why. So, so I'm talking about pizza restaurants overall, not necessarily who makes the best pies. But what is your favorite pizza restaurant overall? Because this can get very heated, and I think that you know this is there's a lot of great pie places around here, and um, you know there's nothing better than eh, everybody can agree with me that there's nothing better than some pizza. Mm-hmm. Um, so for sure. So so I, I'm I'm going I'm going to to first elaborate on why I have my three as my three. Um, to start and and this this um if you have not been to any of these i completely highly recommend uh, mellow mushroom it is a chain but it is not delivery um it is an outstanding pizza place because but not limited to it's pizza um my the ones i go to usually are if i'm in or near boone the one in boone is just like cool the atmosphere is very nice. It's true. Um, the ones in Charlotte are also nice, and I like being there just because there's there's about three of them where I can go to regularly. And one of my friends actually works at one of the Mellow Mushrooms in Charlotte. So, um, but not only do they have awesome warm pizza, it's warm, and well, obviously all pizza is warm, but they have warm pretzels that they serve as well that you can get as an appetizer. They have great wings as well. One of my friends gets the wings all the time. He says that they are fantastic. Um, there are so many great appetizers and other things you can get just besides the pizza that makes Mellow Mushroom elite. There you go. I think that Mellow Mushroom is incredible, and I cannot rave about it enough. Um, but, I mean, it's pretty popular, but if you have not been, um, honestly, what are you doing? So <laughs> I urge all of you listening to this to please go to Mellow Mushroom. Um, favorite one, because one of my buddy works, it's the one on Selwyn Avenue in Charlotte. Highly recommend you check it out. Let them um, know. Let them know. Second, I have to go with Mod Pizza. Um, the one that we usually go to is in Mooresville, North Carolina. But this one, there's also locations up being down actually no yeah it's down south um way down in the south part of north carolina this is on the outskirts of charlotte around like monroe mod pizza is very good but it is really just good for its pizza pizza wise i would say it's neck and neck for with different qualities than mellow mushroom but you know for the sole purpose of just pizza i would say that mod mod pizza has a slight edge because you can get exactly what you want in a pizza there are so many different options you can get any type of crust you can get any type of cheese any type of toppings no matter what you know you can get really any toppings at any restaurant but 
they design the pizza the way that you want it. And that is incredible to me. So shout out to Mod Pizza. Mod Pizza is outstanding. There you My go. last one, you know, and there's a significant <laughs> gap between this, between Mod Pizza and this last one, because Mod Pizza and Mellow Mushroom, in my opinion, are like the LeBron and Jordan of pizza places. There's so many different opinions as to why you can give that one is better than the other. But at the end of the day, it's just personal preference now. But there's a significant gap between second and third. This third one is Alino's. If mm. if you have not been to Alino's, dude, that's I one highly I highly recommend. I know, and and definitely rave about it after, um, or when you're when you're you know when you're sharing sharing yours. Um, I would like to say though that Alino's is fantastic because it is different different pizza than the other two. Um, and I'm not saying that it's bad by saying there's a gap between Alito's and Mod Pizza. I just think that Mod Pizza and Mellow Mushroom are about that 9.7 range in my mind. And I would have to go and Alino's is about an 8.4-ish in my opinion. Wow. Now, but it is incredible though. I could be wrong because they have thick crust, but they have thin pizza. And it comes right off of the the stove, the, the brick house like stone oven i don't even know what it's called i mean i'm blanking but it is incredible pizza there you go there and you get a great genuine italian pie so um those are that's my top three i don't know what what do y'all got for me there you go i'll let our guests go first okay okay um (laughs) dude it's so crazy because i really couldn't think of any and then aaron started naming some and then i was able to think of some but um, so my number one is um a place that is close to my heart i've gone there since i was a kid used to get pizza there every friday when i was growing up tell me i'll put it in my notes um i would um often walk from the y the ymca to this location mm-hmm. with friends um you know it's got great pizza great salads great wings garlic knots and this place is brooklyn boys in mooresville Ooh. there you go um, so that's Very my number solid. one. That's Very just like solid. the go-to spot. If I was like, yo, I want some pizza or, you know, even if I just want to eat out, like, uh, and I want it to be kind of cheap, the prices are great by the way. So they go. are, you know, my number two, this is a tough one, but I'm going to go with Alino pizzeria. Like you were just hitting on. Um, there you go. I, uh, I've got a soft spot for downtown Mooresville. I spent a lot of my junior and senior year. In that part of Mooresville, um, my three of my best friends from that time lived near there, and we would often find ourselves at Alino and Barcelona Burger um, Ooh, before and after Mooresville high school soccer games, but also just, you know, randomly. So, um, you know, I go there frequently. Their desserts are incredible. Don't know if you've had their desserts. Yeah. Um, see, I don't, but every time I walk in, so, I see their cakes. Yeah. And they've got those things. What are those things called? The uh, little taco-looking things? Mm. The burrito things with, like, cream in the middle? Oh, I don't know what those oh, are. Oh, I'm blanking. Dude, but... I, I can't believe I'm blanking on this. Like, uh, hopefully oh I'll come back gosh, to it. Dude, nah, it, dude. I'm going to get to my third one. Cooper, look it up, bro. Look dude, up. I know. I know. I know what you're talking about. Bro, uh, someone's going to listen to this and, like, grill grill us. Oh, real. my God. What is that thing called? Um, Wait, I'm looking. I'm looking at. It it's got like either pistachios or chocolate chips oh, dude. on the outside, like sprinkled. 
Dude, I, I, oh my gosh, I can't think of it. All right, someone's one hundred percent gonna know I'm, what you're talking I'm about, looking, though. I'm looking. Keep we'll, we'll move on to the third then. Yeah. All right. All so right. My number three pick is actually a place that I think I ran into both of you at one time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure if you guys were actually there or just in the general space, but I was heading in there with Jackson and I think a few of the other guys. It was actually a side, a sad time in life. It was after Lattice funeral. Um, oh yeah. I don't know. But yeah. rest in peace. This yeah. pizzeria, this this pizza place was another one that's really close to my heart. I used to go to Davidson College Presbyterian Church when I was little with my family. Oh, I know what you're getting at. And after every time that I would go to church, my dad would, you know, I guess reward me and my little sister by taking us to Fuel Pizza. And so Fuel is definitely, um, I wouldn't even say that they necessarily have great food, but it's just like one of my favorite places. So um yeah. that's my number third and that's what i'll round it out with cooper do we have an answer for what those desserts we're talking about okay i'm looking up the menu and all i can see so you said chocolate chips right yeah all i see is a cannoli though i don't know yeah that's what it is, that's what it is. Okay. it's a cannoli okay. okay yeah no I, I i assume that's what you're talking about but yeah cannolis for sure dude. yeah bro the cannolis slap at alino and barcelona so check yeah, those dude. out dude for sure i totally agree with you i I kid you not, Alino's was on my list before either of you said it. I was like, oh, my God. You can you can use it, too, I think. Yeah, I no, mean, I already stole Aaron, yeah. so. So, see, see, you know what's – but you know what's gas, though, about Fuel Pizza, I do have to say. What? Um, they're garlic knots, and not just their garlic knots. For a little dessert or just a desserty appetizer, their cinnamon knots are also. Oh, totally agree. I got those. Yep. Great. I'm going to have to give those a try. I don't think I've tried those. Yeah. The fuel in Davidson shut down. If you didn't know, yeah, no I was way. about to say that. It was like yeah. literally before I go. Are you yeah, kidding me? Down. Yeah, yeah. This, the fuel. They they just put. It wasn't doing good business. They just put a barbecue restaurant in there, and my dad was raving to me about how good it was. You have to check it out soon, but um, yeah. maybe we'll all three but, have to try that sometime. Then facts. They they got Definitely. it. In, they got fuel in Charlotte though. Let's let's do it this summer. Oh, oh for sure, man. Before right. and I go off to college, you know, seriously, one hundred percent. All right, we'll have to organize that for sure. Cooper, hit me with that list. All right, so um, I'm not as big as a pizza guy as Aaron. Uh, if you guys, I mean, he he can rave about pizza, I think, you know, all day, every day. But <laughs> if I, in no particular order, I would say because I'm just not, again, not a good, not a big pizza guy. Um, Alino's, I've already said that. Um, try their gelato. I love the gelato there mm-hmm. uh, as dessert. And then... I can speak on this because I had it like two days ago. Is Mandolino's in Davidson? It's right next to um, Ben and Jerry's. Yeah, yeah. And I, my I've never mom, been there. Yeah, mom and dad have been getting it recently, and it it's been so good. Like the crust is like a perfect. It's it's just perfect. The crust is like not too thick, not too thin. Personally, I don't like thin crust, so I like I like. I'm from Chicago, like well, yeah, kind of like Chicago. But anyways, I like big crust regardless and i've just been enjoying that pizza i microwave it put in the oven whatever it's amazing love it and then i guess that's my second one and then i know this might not be a viable pick but i'm gonna say it anyways frozen pizza right but it's home run it's called home run in he said frozen pizza i know who is this guy i know who is this guy and I know wow. you guys are not going to agree with me on this, but I've, again, I'm not a, not a big pizza guy, but I love home run in pizza. It's based off, based off Chicago. 
and it's probably some of the best pizza I've ever had in my whole entire life. Dude, like, a lot I, of a lot of things are based out of Chicago, and that does not make them good. Dude, I know, <laughs> I know, I know it does not make them good. You're so right, but dude, I I can't get over them. Like I literally, I have maybe like one every like once two weeks. I don't know. Like it's just it's so good to me. So that's that's my top three. Um, I again, mean, respect. Not a big pizza guy though. So yeah. No, that, I that would was say, cool. I would say great list, Cooper, but I'd be lying, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, like, I know, I definitely you know, got some negative points on the frozen pizza, but I'm, I'm, I know everybody's gonna hate on me, but I stand by that, and to this day, like, I just, it's so good, I love it. Well, I mean, I chose a pizza place that doesn't even exist anymore, so uh, <laughs> I think that disqualifies. It's just that location third. that doesn't exist, though. It's, you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah, but the location—the location is why I chose it. I said the food was like all right, but like the uh, place, you know. What I, I'm saying? I, I so, got you. It's, it has sentimental value. So, Aaron, you got first. Cooper, even with the delivery or the uh, the microwave or whatever, <laughs> got second, and I'll take third with only two places. <laughs> nah, uh, it's okay. I basically have two places as well. No nah, respect. I, you know, when I so when I was um going to check out Davidson Day or like actually no Davidson for the first time because it was when I knew I was living there. Um, it was the summer, or no, it was still in my eighth grade year. Um, we were in the process of getting our house, and we we had bought it, but we weren't going to have it for another few months. So we were visiting our friends, and somebody was like an older brother to me. Um, his name's Chase. Y'all know him. Um, he was He took me around in his truck, and he was just showing me different places around Davidson, and we actually ate at Fuel. And you know, it's so so definitely a cool place to me too. But um, rest in peace, fuel mm-hmm. and Davidson. Um, Rip in peace. I remember, I remember like freshman year, we'd walk there sometimes after school, on half days or whatever. You know, it's it's, it's a legit spot. But um, anyways, to to close this out on another on another little ranking, um, this is gonna and this is gonna be difficult. Um, because I have another couple of genres that are, in my opinion, um, the LeBron and Jordan of this category. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, there's also a Kobe that is in there as well. So, um, so I this this is um, music genres. Now, um, I know that I know Adam, you and I are we ha- we share a lot of the same artists that we really like. Cooper list is a little bit less in depth with his music taste, but definitely very passionate about a few artists. Definitely. Um, agree. Yep. I agree. So Adam and I are big fans of Justin Bieber and Morgan Wallen. Um, probably a few others that we share common places with, but um, I would like to, to say that um, I think, I think that in recent years anyway, that, that, the overall, including the subgenre of trap, that rap music has taken over being the most dominant rap genre. Not even the best, just the most dominant. Because if you look at the Billboard charts right now, I mean, I can't guarantee you without actually looking at the Billboard charts right now. But I want to confidently say that rap music is what has taken over the Billboard. If we keep going now, my my second my second highest genre 
now I would say is country music mm-hmm. because because there's a lot of pop music that is that is decent music. You know what I mean? It's it's decent music. Mm-hmm. And throughout history there's been a lot of great pop artists, but but the two realist genres of music where the artists are really singing slash rapping about their personal struggles or just things going on where there's really just lyricism, right? Is is a combination of country slash singer songwriter and rap. So I think that I'd have to go with country as my as my second best music genre. Um, and I'd, I'll leave pop as a third because I'm really not that into it right now. Some pop artists are are fire, you know, they got them. But in general, um, that's my take. There you go. I don't know what, 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 what y'all got for me. What can y'all can y'all agree? Can y'all what y'all got? Adam, would you like to speak first? Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, you bring up some good points, Aaron. Um, you know, I'll probably just go based off of my favorite artists. And so number one genre, I'd have to go like R and B soul. Mm-hmm. Um, the weekend is my guy. He's R and B soul kind of with a little bit of pop rap, hip hop kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mainly he's six, so many genres. Yeah. Yeah, he, he does a lot of genres, but he mainly sticks in R&B, I'd say, um, for his career, you know. And, um, you know, even Bieber has a little bit of R&B back in, like, 2013 like and, you know, a little bit last year, I guess. Um, last year, his album that he released was an R&B album. He got pissed because under Billboard, it was pop, but he went on a whole tirade about how it was an R&B album. That album yeah. was incredible too. So, yeah, I'd say it was it was a good album, but it um it it, it contained a lot of pop, and so you know when yeah. you're a pop artist, you get the pop reputation. But right. yeah, a little bit of R and B in there, and then I also like Daniel Caesar, um, and he's R and B, you know, Usher, Neo, Chris Brown to throw it back a little bit. Right. So I really enjoy R and B. Um, I guess my next would probably be country as well. Um, I think that people try to differentiate country and pop country too much. And it's sort of, it's sort of like the same. Um, it's similar to people in that like rap music that are like, Oh, rap isn't like it used to be. People are like, Oh, country isn't like it used to be like, yeah, that's what happens. Basketball is not like it used to be like things change. And so just because it's necessarily like pop country it's still country and so i like pop country if we're gonna call it that i like regular country as well um there's a lot of artists that do both though yeah that's correct morgan wallen would fall into that category that's what i'm saying luke combs even a little bit i would say luke combs is more real country but he does a little bit of pop more real country and like rock country almost yeah yeah um i don't know if you know parker mccollum he's pretty good um personally don't but i'll have to check him out yeah, he's pretty solid. And then, you know, third, I'd say like a pop or alternative pop. Um, okay. One of my favorite bands, Laney, which stands for Los Angeles, New York. Um, they make music that is definitely unique, but it's not anything crazy. It's not like you've never heard anything like it. Yeah. But it's uh, it's not stuff you necessarily hear on the radio. And you know, sometimes they're pop, sometimes they're alternative. There's a bunch of synths that they use um, to kind of create this Los Angeles vibe. 
mm-hmm. and it's really interesting to listen to. And, you know, just pop in general. My guy, John Bellion, um, you know, pop artists. Pop ranges so far nowadays. So, yeah, you know, that could include, obviously, Justin Bieber, Ed Sheeran. Um, basically, anybody that makes music today has a pop song, yeah. whether they like it or not. But right. um, so those are probably my three. There you go. Okay. All right. Well, for me. I guess going in, a, I don't know. I've been, I was thinking about how I'm going to say this, but I guess a, going in a timeline, you know, I'm not big in the music. So I listen to like a lot of stuff on the radio. So like pop, a lot of pop, and then country because my sister like country, um, still does. So pop, I think my first like actual like band I really got into was like Imagine Dragons. And I really liked, like, I really like Imagine Dragons too. Tell us day. about that video. Tell us about that video. Oh my gosh. Adam, um, and listeners as well. Uh, <laughs> oh, um, in seventh grade, I ha- I was in drama class, Miss Gertie, and uh, you know a couple of my peers and everything, and uh, we had this final project, I guess, and I decided to sing uh, "Radioactive" by Imagine Dragons to Yikes. the whole class, and I videoed it, and it was so horrific and so bad. And everyone was laughing at me. And we were actually trying to find this video, like, not too long ago, Aaron and I. And we even, like, emailed Mystery, like, can you look back in the hard drive? Like, please find this video of me saying Radioactive. But it was it was horrible. But no shame. I will sing it aloud to this day, just as loud as I did when I was in seventh grade. But I respect one of the most embarrassing moments. But also proud to say that I still love Imagine Dragons. Anyways, <laughs> so... That, that's backstory for that. Going back to the timeline. So country, country, I listen to a lot of Luke Bryan. It's a lot more, again, like I think Adam and Adam said, like pop country. Um, at least I think. Uh, but yeah, definitely listen to a lot of Luke Bryan back then and pop. And now Aaron's kind of, you know, over the years that I've known him, opened me up to a little bit more. Lyrically, uh, not like lyrically talented, but like, you know, just more options. And I've become to like, like Mac Miller, also in the hip hop, um, Frank Ocean, uh, like Neo Frank. Soul, like chill rap kind of. Um, I don't know if chill rap's like a That's genre. genre. Yeah, like, R- like R&B, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then recently, Mac DeMarco, um, he's like rock hip-hop help me out iron what what is mac demarco you think do, have you listened to any songs by him dude I, I haven't listened to him but I, i've heard you rave about him yeah dude i i really like him my sister got me into him and then uh current joys which is alternatives like in a few of their songs yeah mm-hmm. so those are probably my top picks as of right now and then also again i'm gonna shout you out again aaron i really opened my mind to again lyrically like lyric lyricists in the rap like genre so like i mean you got your famous ones like j cole and stuff and like i don't know i mean you could you could go on forever about these right, but right. really i thought it was pretty cool because i at the start when i started listening to rap i was like okay this has got a good beat it's kind of catchy i'll listen to it that's like that was my whole mindset listening to rap at first but then just like completely changed once i like got like farther in the high school so I guess that's my take on music and like genres, I guess. 
Right? I support so, it. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I'm rocking with that for sure. Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah. Well, overall, boys, we have had a fantastic episode. Um, oh, yeah. And I have I've thoroughly enjoyed having Adam on. So thank you again for coming on, Adam. Yeah, yeah thank, thank you guys so much for having me. I really had a great time. Dude, I'm yeah, glad. Thanks so much. And awesome, you did an awesome job answering like a lot of the questions. Because, again, I'm not – me personally, I'm not good at getting put on the spot. So you did a great job, you know, really answering those questions. Well, thank yeah, you very much. You. And if I could add – like one more thing that I feel like I could have added with your earlier question, Cooper, about getting people involved in the community, I guess, and kind yes. of that turnaround that Davidson Day went through. Yep. It's um I wanted to say this, but I forgot. But um You're good. Basically, you know, the entire goal was to get everybody involved. And you know that, you know, if you care about somebody and you let it be known by showing up to their games and showing up to their plays and supporting them and showing interest in them, mm-hmm. then naturally they're either going to be really annoyed with you or they're going to like you. Yeah. And luckily for me, most of the people liked me. Yeah. And so with that came them feeling like they cared for me too. Yeah. Um, and I know this might sound a little manipulative the way that that works because it's like, oh, I'll, I care for you. So you care for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's not like that. It's like I do this out of just like the like you got to do it out of the care in your heart. Yeah. And the love in your heart. It's like, hey, like I care for you and I care for this community. So by caring for you, like that's caring for the community because yeah. you're going to care back for me and then. Yeah, you know, no, everybody cares for each it. other and it's like it starts that chain where it's like everybody cares and everybody supports and everybody in, enjoys seeing each other succeed mm-hmm. and i felt like we really had that going and i wasn't here i didn't get to go to davidson day this whole year obviously covid and yeah. college and whatnot but um i hope that that is something that can continue yeah dude i totally agree and that's i think that's and again i'll, I'll keep this short because we're you know uh, getting a lot of time in but uh I think that's why I wanted to run for president alongside my good friend Aaron Barton. Um, Best in peace. I mean, I thought I to be honest, I looked Should up to won. you. I looked up to you a lot, man. I mean, it was it was why the, I mean, I didn't I didn't talk to you a whole lot, but I knew you know what you were doing, and I mean, just well likable person. I just wanted like, okay, I want I want to do that same thing. I want to carry on, you know, what he started for us, and like. I was so sad because COVID set back a lot of the things that you put in place. Like, it was just like, oh, my gosh. Like, th- we can't even have fans at the games. Like, just stuff like that. It was just mm-hmm. – uh, it's just sad. So, Yeah, well, thanks again. That Your words mean a lot yeah. about, you know, looking up to me and any kind of impact, influence, or motivation that I gave you to – take any kind of action is really important to me that's um it's a big part of life because you know ordinary thought right here i know we're going (laughs) overtime but ordinary thought is like oftentimes i find myself looking at like the purpose of life and the purpose of life is just to bring joy to others and bring impact and positive change in my opinion so there you go that's good values to have man yeah well once again um thank you if you've if you've made it this far with us for, for listening to 
Mm-hmm. Let's just talk for a while because I know we have a lot of fun doing this, especially if because our, our last one, it was just Cooper and I going off with each other, you know, only lasts about half of this. Yeah. But but now, I mean, we just got carried away and it just and it's probably going to be this way when we have a lot of great, great people come on and do this with us. For sure. So, um, thank you for thank you for sticking around. And mm-hmm. thanks again, Adam, for the millionth time but we can never say it enough because we appreciate you we appreciate this all the the openness that you were able to openness and insight that you were able to provide us with yeah yeah you guys are very welcome um anytime and hopefully i get to see you guys at the new barbecue place that used to be fuel this summer oh yeah 100 percent. we're gonna be organizing that and uh and on a last note sorry i just want to add one more thing shout out i'm gonna shout out adam's podcast shoot hoops Oh, oh wow. big appreciate facts. that. It was I listened to um a little bit more than half of the second episode with Jackson Threadgill because, um you know I I knew Jackson Threadgill and so I thought it'd be pretty interesting and it, it you guys really keep up the conversation. I think it's awesome. So keep it up, keep up the good work, and it was wonderful having you too tonight as well. Adam, you know how much I loved it, but but obviously everything Cooper said, keep up the good work. I listen to. I gotta give listen the whole thing, give you my insight as a basketball fan, but but you know how much I love this so facts. Keep keep it all up. Yeah. Will do, boys. Thank you guys so much for the praise again. And uh I really appreciate it. All right.